0: everybody.
1: Welcome to What the Puck.
0: I'm Jono. That's Lena.
1: I'm out in California. And Uh, I'm in Atlanta. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: Not bad. Not bad. I just got back from a production of Children of Eden, the musical.
1: Is that the thing? Isn't it set in Savannah? No. No, never mind. I'm thinking (laughs) Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Oh, Moving on.
0: (laughs) No, Children of Eden is a musical of the Bible, essentially.
1: Oh, it's that's really straightforward. I've heard that title a lot. I never knew what it was about.
0: It is composed by Stephen Schwartz, who did oh, nice. Pippin, Wicked, yeah. Godspell. I, the thing is, I've heard the soundtrack or the cast recording for years now. I used to sing along to it full on. It, it, it's such great music, but I've never seen it in person. I've never seen the, the, the actual show. Oh. This was my first time seeing it, and it was so good. It was really, really Is it, good.
1: Does it kind of have, like, a 70s vibe like his other stuff?
0: No, 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 no. It almost kind of has, like, the most elaborate church production you've ever seen. You
1: know, it's... It's like v- a cantata. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's Vacation Bible School. Yeah. Wow, we went to go see a Broadway show that's produced by Vacation Bible School. It was so good it's not the most perfect show with the most perfect script or anything but the music is is terrific it just hit all the right buttons and i'm not even like a big christian bible person in fact it was telling me stories that i didn't even know existed in the bible
1: oh, what
0: <laughs> yeah spoiler alert
1: it's not you did you just say spoiler alert for a bible story i
0: guess so yeah you
1: can't yeah no you don't have to spoiler alert that well, if they don't like, know by now they don't care
0: i was like <laughs> What? Cain kills Abel? What? Um <laughs> What? And then I, I forgot the names of the characters.
1: The characters.
0: Oh, or the yeah. It's just the, there was generations later during Noah's Ark, the whole reason yeah. for like the rain and all that stuff was because of um the mark of Cain and it was mind-blowing.
1: I'm sure some of it is like his artistic opinion and take on Bible stories, because uh-huh. like even from, you know, version to version, these stories like change so much. But I am very surprised that you didn't know that Cain murdered Abel. <laughs> that's like the first story. <laughs> like, oh. It's like Adam and Eve, Eve eats an apple, they have to have babies, Cain kills Abel. That's like in like the first like 10 pages. <laughs> well, and
0: that's that's something else that I was really confused about because I could have sworn, I mean... I, I don't. I don't think I've ever read the Bible, honestly. But, I mean, the whole Act One was about Genesis, the story, the the book of Genesis, and then Act okay. Two was I don't even know what the book is, but it's uh, the whole like Noah's Ark story. In Act One, it shows that. Eve ate the apple, but the thing is, I've always thought that Adam was the one who committed the sin first. I've always thought that Adam was the one who ate the apple, and he was the one thrown out of the garden. And Eve was kind of like, "No, I have a choice to make." No, I, I, I
1: I almost have a hard time buying that because, like, beyond Christianity, biblical, Bible school, church stuff, everybody knows that it was the woman who sinned first. Like, that's why we catch so much shit. See
0: I, I I I to be completely honest and transparent that's what i had makes
1: women n- so tempting and like corrupting and a see, bad I thought, influence
0: I, I mean honestly th- that was all adam i thought there was be- and it was the man who sinned first and that's why <laughs> like, not to make him the victim, but that's why he was almost kind of branded as the sinner criminal through the story. I, it's, no. the li-
1: it's like the total opposite. But maybe, I mean, I don't know what the songs are like in the show. So maybe those kind of like mix things up for you. But yeah, it's the, it's the total opposite where like there's a lot of like misogyny in the Christian faith that kind of seems as though like Adam would have been a perfect human for all time had he not been tempted by a woman like it's a whole thing
0: it, that that blew my mind but i will admit and it's not the musical's fault it's not this production's fault there was a moment in the show where i completely tuned out i just zoned out i i i, don't, I, I just don't remember it and i when i came to it took me like 3 songs to know what would ha- what was happening because again someone who is not familiar with the bible i was like <laughs> wait how did we jump a generation, and now we're at like the story of of J- J- Jepeth, Jap Jepeth, Jebeth, Jebeth? Huh? I don't I don't know. It's like Noah's son, and oh,
1: uh, see, I don't even know the names of Noah's sons because, like, I don't even I don't know if they're in most Bibles. Well, they sung <laughs> like like pretty songs. Name. There's like one chapter of the Bible that's literally just a bunch of generations like it's just like and then Saul begot Paul and then Jeremiah begot Hebadiah. and it's just name (laughs) after name after name after name and like I always skip that chapter because it was nonsense to me I was like why do I need this
0: (laughs) well it was a very entertaining show and I really really enjoyed it and my my eyes are opened You're a
1: Christian now? Yes. You you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your
0: personal Savior? (laughs) As my personal musical theater Savior. As my
1: personal musical Savior. Where was it
0: at? It was at the Aurora Theater in Lawrenceville, Georgia. The
1: Aurora. The Aurora
0: is where I did Les Mis a couple years ago. Um, I've seen several productions there, and they they do very good work. They're a local professional company in the city. They are excellent. uh, Excellent people. How are you?
1: I is good. Um, I'm doing good. I'm trying to think of like what the last time we talked, like what we covered. I know we talked about the gender reveal party, which I declined to go to.
0: Did Sean go to it? Like a
1: follow-up. Yeah, Sean went. So they texted again being like, by the way, are you coming? And I was like, okay. So I, I just texted saying, I don't do gender reveal parties, but Sean's happy to represent House Deloach. Like, that's literally the text I sent. Okay. And I was like, I think that that's straightforward. It says, like, it's not me, like, lying and making up some weird excuse, but, you know, it's not like, I'm not, like, shitting on their thing. I'm making it, like, my personal opinion. Okay. But you do you, kind of a thing. Um, But then I did get a follow-up text from... (laughs) The uh, the wife being like, why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. Why don't you do
1: them? <laughs> um, so I, I I and I didn't get too into it. But then here's the funny thing. Okay, so then I was like, well, you know, I have a, I actually have a lot of non conforming friends, and it's just not something that I necessarily get behind. Um, and you know, in solidarity, I feel like it's something that uh, I'm gonna decline. To do, and she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, but then the next day, she texted me and was like, "Hey, do you want to help me decorate cookies?" <laughs> I shit, you not? I did. I didn't think about it at the time. It didn't make. I didn't make a connection in my brain. I was just like, "That sounds fun." So I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh God. And then, uh, and then, luckily, she was like, "Oh, the thing that I needed to decorate these cookies didn't come in the mail in time. Can you do Saturday or like the next day or something?" And that's when I was like, wait, the thing you need? Oh, crap. This is cookies for your gender yeah. party. <laughs> I was going to get there and it's going to be pink bows and blue dildos. Like it was like, oh, my God, this is this is for that thing that I said I don't <laughs> participate in. And then I was like, Who, oh, my God, it may be I was actually kind of frustrated. But then I was like, you know what? And, I I admire the ability to like ask for what you want because that's something that I don't always possess, and uh, you know, it's just, you know it's, it's got some lady balls going, ironically.
0: Okay, uh, good, but yeah, well, you're sending them. You're sending them all the mixed signals.
1: I know, which is well, and but I mean, honestly, though, like if someone, like if I was having, let's say, um, a Christmas party, right, and I invited a friend, and they're like. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't want to go. Right? Okay. I wouldn't then be like, "Hey, do you want to come over and decorate cookies?" <laughs> and then they show up and it's fucking Christmas cookies. <laughs> like I wouldn't do that.
0: To do you think that she, she, it fully clicked what you were telling her why you weren't going yes to your, and her party? no.
1: I think that it. I think that. I think that it was clear what I was saying, but I don't think that she uh it's coming at it from that perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting
0: dynamic. You know, if you don't believe in Christmas parties, I'll just ask you to decorate my tree.
1: Yeah, but I won't invite you tree. to the actual party. It's not the party. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And all um, of a sudden now
0: you're going to be tagged in all these posts on Facebook being like, thanks to Lena for helping set up this amazing gender party.
1: Well, I didn't. I ended up not decorating the cookies. Oh, yeah. 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 Because like once she, the thing didn't arrive, that's when it clicked that I was like, wait a second, you're tricking me into coming in and decorating some pink and blue stuff. <laughs> I I am unavailable now. Um. So, yeah. So. So that was kind of the, you know, part two to the epic uh, gender debate, which was not much of a debate. It was just me awkwardly trying to stick to my perspective without pissing off a bunch of people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you for sticking to your guns.
1: (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so what else is going on with you? So you saw Children of Eden. What else? What else?
0: I have a very trigger-worthy story to tell you.
1: Oh, you warned me about this. Jonah gave me a trigger warning before we started the podcast. But it wasn't so much like trigger warning like you expect where it's like trigger warning. If you're sensitive to X, Y, Z, turn away now or whatever. It was more like you're going to be so triggered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to be so mad. Okay, so I'm very excited to find out.
0: Before I launch into this story – Just so it doesn't sound like I'm overstepping my boundaries and telling something that should not be anybody's business, I did ask this person if I could tell the story, and she said yes. So nice. Because it's kind of a continuation of the story that I was telling about – remember the friend that I know that asked us to uh, watch her dogs while she went to rehab for a couple days?
1: Yes, and you were like, I mean, we have to say yes, but we're also glad we (laughs) don't have to watch them.
0: Well (laughs) – she got out of rehab, and unbeknownst to Alex and I, she has been dating this guy for about two weeks now. And we've never met this person. I, I can't even tell you what his name is, like, genuinely. I, I don't know what his name is. Well, like, two
1: weeks is still really soon. hmm
0: We get a phone call from our friend this last Saturday, and she is shit-faced. She is <gasps> oh, no. just wasted. We're like, huh? Hey, how are you? And she's not even able to, to verbalize anything. She's just like, Bleh. Oh, shit.
1: This is post-rehab? Uh-huh. Oh, no.
0: All of a sudden, it switched to FaceTime. Like, it was a FaceTime call, so we were like, FaceTime. Okay. Except it was actually her boyfriend, this guy that we have never met before. He said, I don't know what to do. I, I love her so much. I, I She's just drunk all the time. In fact, look and remember, he was FaceTiming us and he pans down to her and she is completely full on naked laying (gasps) on the floor. And he is FaceTiming with us and literally panning over her body with the camera and being like, look at her. She's just so fucked up right now. I mean, I I just I I know that y'all care about her as friends, but what do I do? I just I'm like, she's so fucked up. Yeah. And clearly he was fucked up, too the thing is he kept doing it. He kept panning down to like her body. He is very young. He's probably in his early twenties. I don't know how to describe it. It was almost kind of like he was getting some sort of attention seeking pleasure out of showing us this because he was almost narrating what was going on. Talking to us like, Oh my god, she's so shit faced right now. Hey shit face. Hey, come look at the camera. These are your friends. You love them. Hey, look at they're seeing you on the floor as a hot mess. Hey, get up. You know, and we're like, who are
1: you talking to? Was she at home? Was this when she was in their home?
0: Yes. This was at her home. Yes. I I hate it when people are very presentational like that because it's kind of like how we would narrate through a story on a podcast. He was like, you're just sitting on the floor. You've been drinking like that for five hours. What are you going to do? How are you going to get to work tomorrow? It's like- I'm so uncomfortable. And clearly she's not understanding a single thing that he's saying because she's shit faced, but- The way that he was talking to her was almost to entertain us versus to help her.
1: Yeah, he's like, look how, like, he's he's in that zone of like, ha 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 ha, look how fucked up we are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're like, good night, get some rest, bye. We called back this last Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. She was sober this time, and the boyfriend was drunk. When she answered the phone, she was just like she. They had both kind of fussing at each other, and then you know he, she was like, "Go out into the porch. Leave me alone for a few minutes." It was it was kind of yeah, like a playful it was one fight, of those, you know, like, mid
1: argument. Yeah, answers.
0: and she was just like, "Oh my god, this guy! Oh, this guy! <laughs> I've I've started dating. Oh my god, he's a mess!" You know, and we're like, "Yeah, we have something to tell you." You know, and we feel like if this happened to me, I would want to know. I I'm not here to ruin relationships, but. But no,
1: but also that relationship needs to be ruined because he sounds like a horrible person.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We explained the entire story to her and she fucking lit up. She was so mad, as she should have been. And Fair. she kind of told us about this guy. And this guy is like a homeless guy that she had met.
1: Oh, my God
0: he has a job but he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a home he doesn't have a, a car so i'm kind of his transportation right now so we have to work things out right now you know we have to work things out on our own but thank you for letting me know but it was just kind of that crux of do we tell her like i like that's
1: oh no you definitely did the right thing by telling her like yeah. like you can't you can't not you know what i mean like especially because like who knows what else happened that evening you know what i mean and like just because you're like relationship does not mean consent
0: right right and and i was more on that fence than alex was because i think he was just afraid to hurt his friend but i i said imagine if you got that shit faced and i did that to you and then all of a sudden your your best friend calls you and says that happened is that something you would want to know and he was like I would, and I would throw a fucking vase at you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I you yeah know. no, you,
1: you, you definitely did the right thing by de- by telling her about that because, like it's it's so wrong what he did and 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 the idea of like you guys just like pretending like it didn't happen is is just being dishonest as friends, yeah. so like you had to tell her. yeah, um, but like for real, that whole all of this sounds like it literally sounds no lie, like an episode of intervention. Mm. as far as like she's like living with this homeless guy who's like (laughs) had her relapse into her drinking and like it's it's this is all so much I oh (laughs) I could not I could not handle like at at this stage in my life that is way too much like super messy stuff like I need my friends to get their shit together and like take it and it sounds like she was on track to do that Right? Yeah. And then and then and then what? And then something happened. And yeah, she and... went right back off. But like she should go back to rehab.
0: Oh yeah. No. It, it's definitely it sounds like something that she needs to go for like an in, in
1: um a longer term. Cause yeah. yeah, it sounds like it was like a detox and that was it. So it's so crazy. Like like the path people get on, especially when they're trying to get sober, like when they relapse, they can relapse even harder than the situation that they were in before. Mm-hmm. Cause then they get into like sometimes like you break your you break your sobriety and then your brain goes oh well well I messed that up fuck it and then you just go hard yeah and yeah. it's ah uh, it, it's it's like it makes me so nervous just from like a safety and health standpoint it's just all so icky right um. right
0: so what else is going on with you (laughs) well
1: (laughs) these these stories always throw me for such a loop because like a lot of the stuff that you bring up is so heavy but like we're trying to like be like happy-go-lucky about it and i don't i don't know how to do that (laughs) do you know what i mean like i don't know how to be like wow that's fucked up (laughs) because all i can think of is like oh my god she needs help
0: (laughs) yeah she does yeah (laughs)
1: And I hope I hope that she's like ended it with that dude.
0: I I don't know. <laughs> um, cuz
1: I don't think there's any world where someone like that helps someone else with their sobriety. <laughs>
0: no, and that's that's what I was saying. Like I Alex spoke to m- this guy more than I did and and I was like not a fan. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. I no. I'm not looking to personally ruin people's relationships, but what he did was majorly fucked up and I Yeah, no, not going to see that happen to a friend.
1: Nope. And if that's like it's it's, I always think of like the iceberg theory, right? Like the shitty stuff that we see from other people, like the stuff that like we get exposed to that other people do is always just a portion of the fucked up stuff that they do all the time. True. Because like you're not going to see it all. No. No. (laughs) So what you see is like it's like a sign of a. Probably worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like you guys might
1: not have been the only people that he FaceTimed that night.
0: That's what we were saying. Well, that was her biggest concern. Before she hung up on us, she started railing in on him. And we were still like on speakerphone with with her. And we're (laughs) like, oh, uh, well, we're going to go. Bye. And meanwhile, she was just like, who else did you FaceTime? Who else did you call? we're like, oh. Oh, my
1: God. uh, Gotta go. Bye. (laughs) What's the. Okay. So especially when cell phones were new. There were so many like goof ups and glitches and like getting used to using a cell phone. What's the most embarrassing cell phone mix up thing that's ever happened to you?
0: Embarrassing? I yeah, like texted. texting the
1: wrong person or mm-hmm. like whatever, whatever.
0: I texted the wrong person essentially. Uh-huh. The thing is, the person who I was texting, it was my boss at the time. And I thought it was Alex. I was on oh, my no. way back. I was on my way back from a show. And I was like, hey, boo, what's for dinner? And my boss texted me back, which, you know, I was driving at the time. I thought it was Alex. And he was just like, we're having tacos tonight. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, yum. I can't wait. And I started like just doing that that catty um Almost, it's not dirty talk, but like playful talk. I'm just like, I can't wait to see your taco tonight. And and my (laughs) boss is like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're ready for it. You know, he was just like being an asshole.
1: (laughs) I was about to say, I was like, okay. It started out so PG, and I was like, that's like calling your teacher mom at school. Like that's like so. That's but then the fact that he didn't say this is your boss, and he was just like. Going with it? But
0: see, that was the relationship that my boss and I had that was just so almost like bro-ish. We was fuck with each other. Yeah, we we fucked with each other all the time. We're still pretty good friends. uh, But that was probably the most embarrassing because once I saw it, I immediately stopped. And I was just like, fuck you. (laughs) like You asshole.
1: (laughs) So I – do you remember when I was dating bad Jonathan?
0: I never met him, but I do remember that. Yes.
1: I don't know if anyone met him because he – secretly still had another girlfriend the whole time (laughs) so that whole that was a whole thing in my life but before I found out that he still had a girlfriend who happened to be the mother of his child um which is why he's now known as bad Jonathan uh uh so I used to it's so funny Sean and I were actually talking about this today because I found an old camera and I was like oh my god I wonder if there's dirty pictures on it there's not but there could have been because that used to be a thing when, when I first got, like, a cell phone that did pictures is, like, I would always, like, send, like, sexy pictures to the guys I was dating. And I was trying to send a sexy topless picture <gasps> to bad Jonathan. And I accidentally sent it to my best friend's mom. <gasps> and I was – I didn't know what to do. So I just, like – the second I hit it, I was, like <gasps> – because their names were like side by side and I was like I just started dying and then I just ripped my phone apart like I took all the pieces apart and just sat there with them spread out on my floor and then just waited and <laughs> put them back together and and then deleted everything and I never I never asked if she saw it she never brought it up so to this day I have no idea if it went through or if I like ripped my phone apart in time
0: oh my god that is amazing It's just this unspoken pact that you have between her, (laughs) you and her. And,
1: like, because I was too scared to be, like, wrong person. You know what I mean? Like, I was too scared to – I was, like, I'll just ignore it. Like, I'm, like, wonder if she thought I sent it on purpose. (laughs) You know? Like, I never clarified anything.
0: That that Lena's a sick girl.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So – so oh my god. So that's that's the most embarrassing cell phone thing that's happened to me. Uh
0: what you got going on next week?
1: <sighs> uh. I've been I've been I've been busy. I thought once Shame closed I would have like a little bit of like some downtime, but it hasn't happened yet. Um I just had a couple other projects come in for pitch decks and then some books to rewrite. I'm just very tired, very busy and very stressed. Um, Oh, I did have, I had a call earlier this morning that kind of was surprising. So you remember that video I made about my blood disorder for YouTube? Yes. So I made a video like just kind of venting and and sharing what I've learned about my autoimmune disorder. I got an email from um, a research facility (laughs) that is researching uh, the effects of ITP on adults.
0: When last we heard, Lena was in a slump With all those meds, she had her nose redone Her back had grown a hump With all those meds, her doc had said Your health is good to go So then she makes a viral YouTube video Therefore this ITP now sounds lovely to me And all those meds and all those meds.
1: Um, and so we set up a call, and uh, I had an interview this morning, um, talking with this woman, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of cool. So I don't know if I, uh, my ITP isn't super severe, so part of me feels like whatever it is that they're doing, I'm probably not the best candidate. Um, but it was exciting to like have somebody reach out through that and, um, and I'd love to participate in more research because like, there's just not enough about it. There's just not enough information out there. Um, and it's hard to find info that like when I was looking for info, it was really hard to find anything. It was kind of, it was kind of fun being on the other side of it too, because for the medical books that I write, I am the person who's usually interviewing the case study about their experiences with whatever disorder or disease or condition they have. Um, And so it was super strange to be the other person. It was kind of cool. Like I literally had an interview with a woman the day before about her condition for a book I'm writing. And then today I got to like talk about my thing with somebody. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) Um, But I'd be more excited about getting involved with this Organization, if they do stuff for ITP, just because I don't know, there's just I think that there could be more information. And if they're studying it, I want to know what they figure
0: out. Come on, Sean, why don't we search LA for all those meds? For all those meds, my body aches and hurts, can't get out of bed with all those meds. All those meds, if you think you've heard too much about bones Just think it could be worse, it could be Game of Thrones Cause whatever you do, Jono makes fun of you And all those meds I already
1: learned something today, like she asked me like Do you have primary or secondary ITP? And I was like, I don't know what that means
0: Oh, I'm at a gender party. Is it a boy or a girl or ITP? No, it's all those meds. Those meds. So I learned that
1: I have primary ITP. Congrats. Congrats. Um, I got fired from a pitch deck. <gasps> uh i think
0: <laughs> wait so, uh, for like stitch fix
1: no, no no pitch decks so these are like look books that i designed for other people's shows oh yeah and i've been doing them for pay for a little while now and i've had a few clients and it's been a lot of fun i really enjoy doing it but there was this one pitch deck that i was working on for this woman um and i worked up you know what I thought looked great and I sent it to her and she was like this looks amazing and I was like I'm glad you're happy let me know when your manager gives you notes because she was having her manager help her with like the decision making process and then she sent me an email where I think she accidentally included her manager's original email who was incredibly harsh on my design it literally was one of those moments where she was like who is this person who's making this because this does not look professional (gasps) Um. Yeah. And then she included a pitch deck that she wanted me to use as like inspiration. It was the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. It looked like a shitty PowerPoint presentation from when PowerPoint first came out, you know, uh. when everyone was like, let's use neon colors for no reason. And like, I don't know how to crop photos properly. And like, it was just like, Ugh, it was ugly. The color scheme was baby blue, neon green, and gray, which I was like, like what, like the Neon green? Hops, like what's go- yeah, neon green, gray, and then like Robin's egg blue. Mm. It was so ugly. I hated everything about it, so I had a hard time. I was like, I reached back out to the client. I was like, okay, so could you do me a favor and kind of pinpoint what you like about this pitch deck? Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, and so I retooled it using some of the things that they said and it was fine. I wasn't happy with it. Um, but I just got an email uh, yesterday saying like, hey, thanks. I'm going to pay out the rest of your invoice, but then we're going to try something else. And I was like, thank God. Because <laughs> oh. you guys' taste was nasty. <laughs> yeah. It was gross. So, But I still feel kind of Yeah, I mean, I'm a competitive person, so the idea that like, uh, you know, some work that I did wasn't well received like bothers me. Yeah, that would bother me too. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but the other work is going great. I just finished two other pitch decks that people are very happy with. So, but I mean,
0: if it makes you feel better, like if you, I mean, you kind of got a sample of what their tastes are. So, I mean,
1: it's not good.
0: It might be a blessing in disguise.
1: Yeah. Um. (laughs) So there was that. Uh, But yeah, I don't think I have anything like new. Oh, I got cast in a horror movie. Really? Yeah. Um, So I'm helping. uh, I know these guys who do a bunch of horror movies and they run their own film festival in September. And I was going to help them do their crowdfunding campaign because they they already have like half of their funding. They've got like 60K from investors, but they want to raise another 60K. Um, And I was like they came to me Because a friend recommended me and I was like, I don't know how to get $60,000 from people uh, except through Like Indiegogo, like that's the only thing I can think of so if you want me to help you with that cool If you want me to be a different kind of producer like I don't have a rolodex of people who have tens of thousands of dollars to share Right, right. (laughs) Um, so they hired me as their campaign manager for their uh, crowdfunding but then they offered me a role in the movie, which was kind of exciting and unexpected. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, you want to hear what the role is? Do you die? No, I don't die. So that's cool because then I can maybe be in the sequel. Okay. Um, but uh, they want me to play a, a cougar in a bar.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, like a like an old lady. <laughs> what if
0: it was literally like the panther, <laughs> like literally like an animal? <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I I, uh, I, was talking to them earlier. They were like, yeah, are you excited about playing the cougar? And I was like, I like, I consider the role a barfly. And then the guy was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're a little young to play a cougar. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh,
0: yeah, I sure am. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am. Like, it's just so annoying coming right on the heels of that other director being like, hey, do you want to be this 26-year-old girl's mom? <laughs> and then they're like, hey, do you want to be a cougar? And I'm just like, what the fuck happened to my face? Like, what? What do? is there something that no one is telling me where I just woke up one day and now I look 60 like what is happening oh my god uh, I told too many people I was in my 30s and now I'm ancient
0: oh my god oh no no
1: <laughs> I love that way you're like enjoying this and there you're like oh Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh. No, no, the, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no,
0: Oh no. Oh well, no. What do you have going so, so, on next well, week? So, um, Wait,
1: were you about to say something nice?
0: Yes, uh, sooner or later. Okay. Okay, sooner thanks. or later, you'll get cast in a project where you'll be like 20 something or or
1: I can't even believe it when you say it. Like this. <laughs> Like, I can tell that you're having trouble keeping your poker face together. I no. thought you were going to say, well, sooner or later, you will be that old. <laughs> and then these roles will make sense. And I was like, that doesn't make me feel better. But instead, you just tried to say that I could get cast for something in my 20s, but couldn't say it with a straight face. <laughs> no, oh my that's God. not true at all. You can't even stop now. Oh. <laughs> You're the worst.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: God. No. Uh, oh, no, you can't even breathe. You're laughing at me so hard. Oh man,
0: I need to take a decongestant. My, my I'm stuffy now. Um, uh, no,
1: uh, all those laughy tears. That you yeah. Well, um, so what do you have going next week?
0: Nothing much. We, we have a show going on at the theater. It's called War Paint. And
1: War Paint?
0: Uh huh. It is a musical that was. It's uh, a regional premiere in this town. No one in this town has done War Paint the musical yet. It was just on Broadway Ooh. with Patti Lepone and Christine Ooh. Ebersole. And it is the story of Helena Rubinstein and Elizabeth Arden. You would actually really like the show, I think. These are two, at their time, of the most powerful women in the world. They literally at one point in their careers, were the richest women in the world. And wow. it, it was a story of their rivalry, of their conflict with each other, because they had two rival cosmetic companies. Of uh, course, I was
1: wondering if Warpaint yeah. referred to, like, lipstick.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Elizabeth Arden and Helena Rubinstein. Really good show. Really good story. Of course, the show was written for Patti Lepone and Christine Ebersole, so it, it, the two actresses are fucking slaying the house down it's ridiculous because it's just a, a belty show it's it's like pretty crazy Showstopper
1: after show yeah
0: yeah they're doing a very good job that's in the theater right now and it's going to be there for a couple weeks and yeah yeah it's good well cool.
1: that'll be exciting yeah can i try and experiment with you okay okay hold on well i don't know you might not be able to hear this can you hear this
0: I hear your mouse clicking.
1: That's it? Just the mouse clicking? Oh, okay. Then it's not going to work. I'm trying to teach myself how to do that acapella pitch thing. Oh. Where, like, you hear the key of the song and then are able to find your note. Oh. And so I've been trying to train myself with this, like, because I don't have my keyboard anymore. So I've been trying to train myself with this, like, online keyboard. But I was going to see if you could do it. But um, I don't know how to make my sound come through my microphone into your speakers from my computer i don't know how to do that yeah i don't either um but that's all i can think of to try to like get better at that is like just play notes and then be like okay that's a c and then be like and then i hit the note (laughs) i'm supposed to hit (laughs) well i
0: mean practice makes perfect truly i think that's the best way for you to to learn that
1: i guess it's like training your ear is what it would be considered
0: Mm mm-hmm Oh. you know, the uh, um, kind of a tangent, but not most recently at the theater, we had the artist Michael Cavanaugh, um, who was in Moving uh-huh. Out um, yeah. and he was performing. He was amazing. But he has a uh, synthetic, synthest- oh God. Synthesthesia? Yes.
1: <gasps> so that's where he, is that where he sees colors?
0: Yes. So if anyone oh. doesn't know what, was it syn. Synthethe- synth-
1: I think it's synth- synthesthesia.
0: Synthesis, but I might be saying syn- synesthesia or something
1: synesthesia? Um, that sounds better.
0: Synesthesia, where you're naturally pitch perfect, but you relate pitches to colors. So when he sees the color gray, he immediately knows what a B flat sounds like in his head, or if he oh, sees the color oh. blue, he knows that that's an A, and so he attributes his quick uh, music learning skills to synesthesia. It's like. How blessed and amazing would that be, Lena? if you were having trouble finding a pitch? You just know by reading music that your first note is a B-flat. So uh, let me look around the room for like the color a pink gray. a dot
1: on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me oh look for the God. color blue.
1: Holy, can you teach yourself to have synesthesia? <laughs> I Man. have no idea. Because that would be crazy cool, right? Yeah. Oh, my be, God. That God. That when I have like a kid, so I'm going to like do flashcards with colors and sound and see if I can give them synesthesia. <laughs> Sean's going to veto me experimenting on our kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, it was great talking to you. It was good talking to you, too. Have a great week, and I hope you have a great week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you also have a great week, Jono. All right. Well, goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you later.
0: for listening to this episode of What the Puck? You can catch us every other Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at Pucking Podcast. You can email us any of your thoughts or questions at PuckingPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Lena on Instagram at Lena Nicole DL and on Twitter at Lena underscore Deloach and you can follow me on my other podcast the saga's podcast my instagram and twitter handle is i am john o davis we'll see you in 2 weeks woof